We'll begin, as customary, with the reading of God's word, Titus 2. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us so that, having denied ungodliness and worldly desires, we live soberly and righteously and godly in the present age. As we wait for the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself in our place to redeem us from every form of lawlessness and purify to himself a people of his own, zealous for good works. Two hours ago, we simulated in a drill what to do in the event of an active shooter. It's a horrifying thing to think about that actually happening here. We certainly want this school to be a safe place. In fact, a primary goal of this Christian school is your personal safety. I'm referring to the spiritual kind. Eternal life as the final outcome for all of us. So let's shift the focus away from physical safety measures and review from the text God's safety plan of grace in place for you and me. God's own safety plan of grace It starts with a rescue operation already done. Think of how it used to be for us. Trapped in our sins. Kidnapped by the devil. With no emergency exit through which to climb our way out. In fact, far worse, we were dead in our sin. A real tragedy. Afflicting everyone. But far better than a fireman crashing through the door or a paramedic giving CPR, we had Jesus doing something so incredible, an act of heroism unparalleled in the history of the human race. He took our place under God's justice and kept the commandments for us. He took all of our sins on himself, removing them far away from us. By his death, he has both redeemed our lives, and rescued our souls. Simply put, he bought and cleansed you. He found and claimed you because that rescue operation of the cross had a follow-up phase, your conversion, the planting of saving faith in your hearts. This too was an act of grace. The Holy Spirit coming in word or sacrament, causing you to believe in Christ for the forgiveness of sins. What a turnaround we had. From lost, trapped, dead, to rescued, revived, spiritually safe. The triune God has put you in a safe place right next to him. United with him in Christ, by faith, a great blessing for all of us. 
which God, according to plan, follows through with more. He is hyper-vigilant to all the dangers still out there. He sees all the threats. He knows what the enemy is up to. Satan on a rampage to terrorize, to destroy. So that safety plan of grace must be active every day, which involves you and me in a constant training through the study of God's word. I'm going to hold up some of our material. Here's a sign that goes along with the manual. This is a work in progress, very incomplete. May we never have to implement any of it. This safety plan, on the other hand, is infinitely better. It is complete, and we need to implement it all the time. It reads like this. The grace of God has appeared, training us so that, having denied ungodliness and worldly desires, we live soberly and righteously and godly in the present age. The spiritual threats that we face are more than possible. They're constant. They come in, propelled by technology, through the portal of our personal devices. They come at us through people that we know. They gain access to the heart because our sinful nature, like a mole for the enemy, unlocks the door and lets in the threat. So part of your spiritual safekeeping is a very healthy awareness that we have the capacity to step away from the safe place into danger. God, in his grace, however, sounds the alarm in his word. God tells us to say no, to renounce ungodliness in all of its forms, like materialism, self-centeredness, a sense of entitlement, anything and everything that denies his lordship in our lives or undermines his authority. God tells us, say no to, renounce all the desires of the flesh since your spiritual safety is at stake. It is not safe ever to let a sinful desire, doesn't matter what kind, take over and control what you think about or what you do. It is not safe spiritually to browse the internet looking for inappropriate content. It is not safe to converse with a friend during chapel or in other ways disregard the word of God being taught. It is not safe to dismiss any of our sins as something small or to use God's forgiveness as an excuse to do what we please. This will be a struggle for us to say no to these things and we all will fail. We give in, we give up, but God pulls us back through the escape hatch of repentance. In repentance, we are turned away from the danger as he goes to work in the heart, convincing us to know that we, we did wrong, to confess our guilt, and to claim his forgiveness held out to us in Christ. 
Yes, daily repentance is a big part of our spiritual safekeeping, along with the constant study of the training manual, and don't forget your 911 calls to God, your prayers for his merciful help. His plan of grace to keep us safe is active every day. On that we depend as Christians. With that in effect, we do our work as students, staff, and and teachers, as his people led to be zealous for good works, Paul writes, who also by his safekeeping look forward to something wonderful, the blessed hope and the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us close with hymn 292, the last two stanzas, stanzas 8 and 9, hymn 292.